to free beers and a movie. Nice. Hello and welcome to episode 91 of Free Beers and Movie. I'm Richard Laird and I'm with... Call the guy. Bad you know. Yay! All three of us are here together for the first time. Terrible trio. Quick about the name of the Terrible Trio, what else was we? The, the Tiresome Triad. I thought it was shit. I thought it was one of those nights tonight, I can sense he's been well off the rails already. Especially because uh, today I was laughing at a funeral, so... Yes. Oh, why? Oh, who's your That's a good well, show, right there, who's your well, I, was, I was behind an open door, so I decided to go like, side on with my head, right. so it looked like I was floating to my colleague, <laughs> and then my colleague decided to wait right to the minute where... At the end of a Catholic funeral, um, like they're doing the little, like uh, last little hymn. Yeah. He decided to do the levitating thing with his foot, and because he was just standing there, then I was just like standing there, and then he just done it, and I absolutely buckled, and I had to like literally stuff my jacket in my mouth. <laughs> It's like corpse and out of funeral. Yeah. That is a Man, new. There's a sport there. Glasgow's right? most like professional funeral director. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Colin, where are we tonight? Uh, we're in the Raven in, in Glasgow and yeah. Renfrew Street across from Mon- the Money Shop. Yeah. Yeah. A Raven is just a real sort of like it's low key after, um, after the event of about an hour ago. Yeah, we came into Raven today. Oh, so was it jumping there? Oh, it was really busy. It was a football game getting played today. Yes, Scotland yeah, were yes. playing the mighty nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> um, and I, think, I think two goals early on by Kazakhstan pretty much nailed the call for them. Yeah. Any sort of atmosphere in a, in a pub, to be honest. Scotland got, got their asses kicked by yes. Kazakhstan. Good, did you know end, good did, on you, Kazakhstan. Did it end 3 0? That's what I was Yeah, yeah, did. Did it end 3 0? Is that as bad as it got? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was also a good 20 minutes left of the game when I left it, so. <laughs> But, you know, the Tartan Army staunch supporters, I'm sure they'll get mm. over it tomorrow. Maybe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, probably, that's, that's a shit ton way to, that's a shit long way to travel for a game. Yeah. yeah. There's no direct flight to Kazakhstan. No, it's like if Kazakhstan's a nice country to visit. Have you been to Kazakhstan? Have you? No, but I've seen lots of pictures of it and it is on my hit list. I'm going to say you've seen Borat and you think you've done it. No. <laughs> I wrote, out of every movie, I have not seen Borat. I have yeah. So, and I'm proud of that. I've seen bits of Borat. Terrible. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not a fan. But, yeah. Anyway, what are you drinking so, tonight, Colin? Oh, sorry, um, Coal Town. Nice. Coal Town Lager, which is the Edinburgh Tenants, apparently. So I'm drinking the Edinburgh Tenants. Edinburgh Tenants? It's not something they're approving of, I don't believe. <laughs> what are you drinking? Unofficial. <laughs> I am drinking Blue Moon. Yeah, another favourite that's always on the menu. Yeah, it yeah. was either going to be Coal Town or Blue Moon. That's the yeah. Boston Tenants. Yeah. It's not from Boston, it's from Connecticut. Connecticut, there you go. Even more. And Barry's got an orange in it as well. I do have an orange tonight. Richard, what are you drinking? And in a blue moon glass. Let's turn the fucking table show. What are you drinking, Richard? I am drinking Erdinger. Erdinger what, Richard? Alcohol free. Yes. (laughs) Not even beer, sir. Not even fucking beer. Three beers in the movie and he's not drinking beer. I know. You may as well just have juice. Yeah. I did have a juice earlier on. Yeah, you did. So before you get a sippy cup for the next time. What we want is some non cinema viewing, Colin. What have you watched in some non cinema viewing? Non cinematic viewings. Um, what shit 70s British television show are you now watching? <laughs> I've actually not watched any episodes of To the Man of Born this week. Um, what, what I watched was um, I revisited Deadpool 2, which is dropped on Now TV yeah, on Sky. Um, so I revisited that, and do you know what? Holds up all right in the second viewing. I think you don't have the chuckle factor when you're sitting at home alone. Mm. Watching it, but you know, it's still, you know, you still, it still feel like a pretend up to the first one, like it's nothing to do with quite oh, fresh. Yeah, I mean, every every joke that was in the first one is, is there, you know, and it kind of knows its market and stuff like that, so, so for sure. So, I've watched that, and yeah, not too bad. Um, guilty pleasure, possibly. Um, 
Queer Eye. Never heard of it. You must have heard of Queer Eye for the straight guy. Oh, right, they've, Channel they've, 4? They've relaunched it and it's just called Queer Eye now and it's dropped okay. on Netflix. Um, okay. Liam was watching it last week and I happened to catch a couple of episodes. And, yeah. What's the premise of the show? The premise of this show is um, they'll take some person who's, I don't want to say it down and out, but somebody who's maybe you know, quite kind of scruffy, and then they'll, and then they'll look at me. scruffy, <laughs> scruffy <laughs> unkempt, you know, maybe, maybe a kind of loan their own kind of morale and stuff like that, and, and they'll kind of nominate them. These five gay gentlemen from America will, will come into their lives for a week and basically redo their wardrobe, their house, their... their, their you know, kind of cultural views and stuff like that. And I'm sure with the idea. No, it's got so much heart and charm, it's fucking unbelievable. Um, it does sound like just another reality TV show, but these guys have got so much conviction. There's genuine, like, heartfelt moments of fucking overwhelming tears in there. Okay. There really is. Um, so, Queer Eye, I would honestly watch it. It's really well done. I can say I will not watch it. You won't watch it. No, I don't, I don't watch reality TV at all. Barry, are you going to watch this? I might give it an episode or two. You know what? You buy it in a try. big way. You, you do buy it in a big way. You in that culture. You might like it. You're scared to try. The last thing I've been watching um, is called right, Love, Death and Robots. I watched oh, okay, I've heard. It's on Netflix, yeah. It's on Netflix. Oh, what's, the, what's the premise of this show? It's a... Uh, a series of short films. It's all animation, is it? All animation, okay. yeah, and it's themed on either love, death, or robots. It does have a lot of sex in it. Just going to say. Almost, yeah. It's Black Mirror Cross with Big Mouth. Kind of, yeah, comparable to. Um, so far, I'm about 12 stories in. They, they range from about kind of 5 to 16, 17 minutes tops. On it. I'm about 12 in. Some really, really hit you in a big way, like, wow, that's fucking good. Some are a bit kind of lame and stuff like that. I have heard. I read a quick report on it because I'm interested in watching it and it's not getting good it doesn't portray women in a good light no right I'm going to touch on it yes okay, okay. so no, carry on it's all yours don't touch on it bro don't touch on it don't touch on it it does kind of seem to personify women as you know okay. kind of sex objects yeah so. you know they've all got protruding nipples that you can see through a fucking leather jacket kind of thing it is it is unfortunately and I think that's a shame because I think Animation, you know, like, come on, it's you can do better than that with that yeah. medium. Do you know what I mean? Women don't American have. Animation, British animation, uh, animation. I think it's a mix of all. Okay. All styles is in there. Um, but it, it's, it's a bit shit, do you know what I mean? It's like, come on, you know, let's elevate above your typical fucking ah. manga female, ah, right. which they, they seldom do. Every female shaped the same with the same kind of face and. As I say, do you know what I mean? The, the kind of body parts are exactly as every teenage boy would envision them to be, and it's like, right. fuck, don't fucking do that. Do you know what I mean? Come on, don't pander to your audience. You're, you're trying to be this creative breakout show. Yes. Don't fall into fucking cliches like that, which is a it, bit it, sad. And it makes it worse the fact that obviously someone from Netflix has sat and watched this, and it still get passed to go on the service. You're yeah. like, yeah. But that that aside, but maybe it's a kind of like every now and again Netflix will do this kind of like. I'm almost like they'll happily greenlight something that's maybe a bit more kind of risky and controversial to get a bit of buzz again mm. about Netflix to lure people yeah, to possibly. watch it. You know? But the stories are, it's like three or four in particular that are kind of really, really, you, you think that would be a good movie, never mm. mind a short film. Um, there's one in particular about kind of werewolves um, okay. who are basically trained hunters in the wars. Okay. Which is a really good idea. Do you mean like dog soldiers almost? Yeah, yeah. But um, the werewolves are the soldiers. Um, and you're like, well, I'd like to see this movie, but there's some that just kind of miss slightly, but it's quite ambitious. It's just a shame that they're portraying women as 
fucking teenage fucking slightly progressed ah, past come on, it. Worth a watch anyway? Worth a watch still, yeah, but you know, kind of leave your, your moral uh, sense of it just at the door because you will be morally outraged at times by this. Um, it should be called Sex, Death, Love, Robots, More Sex, More Robots, More Sex with Robots Who Are Getting Killed. Sex, mm-hmm. Death. I'm assuming you just watched the video seeing the word sex and robots. No, because the word sex isn't in it at all. Loving robots. It should be called Love Sex, robots. More Sex, Robots, Death, Kill, Robots. Dying while getting sexed, killed. Yeah. Right. But that's quite a yeah. long title. Yeah, that's what Not as catchy, but yeah, you'll get what I mean if you watch it. Just very quickly, because we're on the subject of Netflix. For the love of God, can we have something in the settings to turn off automated like trailers when you're hovering over things? Because no, I, yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't know. I, like I like it for a brief moment, but because my Netflix doesn't really change a lot. Also, a lot of the time I leave, I leave it on, like on the home page, and go and do something. You're killing planet Earth. I turn your TV off. I end up having no, to go into the search <laughs> thing just to make sure there's no trailers playing. But are trailers becoming the new movies? Because when you go uh, to YouTube and you search for a trailer, right, uh, it gives you a trailer about the trailer of the trailer you're watching. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's kind of almost. You know, it's meta, it's like, come on, just stop with the fucking, we don't need trailers upon trailers about everything, trailers, do you know what I mean? Event, come everything, on. everything is an event. Yeah, which is a shame, you know, it's, just give us a fucking trailer, do you know what I mean? That's, that's what I want to watch, don't fuck it up for ten minutes by showing me a trailer about the trailer. Just fucking leave me alone. Apart from the trailers, have you watched anything else interesting at home, apart from the films we're going to talk about later on? Uh, kind of like three programmes, right. two on Netflix. Yes, two on Netflix and one on the BBC. Okay, the, uh, the one on the BBC was actually something that Stacey was watching, and I've just kind of like started jumping into it. Was Shetland? So, the um, guys that were obsessed by this. What yeah. is Shetland? It's grim. Is it basically SVU but in Shetland? Someone kills a horse. I don't know what that is, but detective investigation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It? It's but it's all about this huh? this season. I haven't watched the previous. I've kind of like just jumped into this. Um, this season's all about human trafficking, and and, it's, it's and, and <laughs> most of and most of it is set um, in Glasgow right. and in around Glasgow, but it does also transport itself back to the island where women are getting held captive in this old farmhouse in the back of Shetland. Right. So you know, lots of stuff can happen, and nobody really knows what's going right, okay. on. But I'd say it's definitely worth a watch if you're into those cat programs. You know, it's like a bleak watch. can I yeah. ask a question? So all my all my watching has been pretty bleak. Yeah. Is this based on the fact that, like Japan, there's no crime in Shetland, or is it like there is crime in Shetland that people don't know about? Where is the angle? I don't know. Is it okay? Well, there you go. There's a man that knows what we've been. But I mean, does Shetland have a high crime rate? I, I, I don't know if it does. Per capita? It could I don't, be, could I don't be like know. One of the things where islands always tend to put a high crime rate because people are bored. Yeah. 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 Drug use. Drug use is yeah. high. But like human trafficking and drug use, you know, smoking a joint. Or yeah. Well, you can't make sense, you share it, you know, all the, you know, all the, like, the ferries, not ferries, it's just the oil tankers, or the oil boats, and all that, but so there's, there's a sense that you maybe need things to go through there, so it's, it's, it's possible to call in Scotland,
Does it ever go Wickerman at any point? No, no, because it's based around like most of the story of what I watched in now is is based around like the two cops just trying to unravel it all and understand like how these women are appearing in Glasgow and how they're claimed to be like legit workers, like kind of like cleaners and all that. But the other thing that I watched but I ended up stopping just because I couldn't be asked finishing it was the uh, Madeline McCann. Oh, no, I watched some of it. I watched two episodes. There's nothing new in it, and, and to be honest, I don't want to waste my time. It was, it felt another Netflix style of let's drag this out for so many episodes. I think, yes, why? I think what I remember the Madeline McCann one on Netflix is not being made for you. Yes, it's getting made for an American audience. American audience uh, have no, have no idea right, okay. who she is because right. it's not a big story. It wasn't, it wasn't the same way as it was here. So we were in inundated with press for what a year, essentially, mm. constantly for about a year. So it all became sort of very second hand to us. America, they, they, don't, they don't have it, so they're making it for that audience and it's the story they want to hear. The same way we watch stuff on America, or every America goes, yeah, we know this story. And we're like, yeah. wow, this wow, is eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah. We've never heard this story before, so it's, it's, it's just different. Okay. Again, yeah. I, I think I watched about one and a half episodes, okay. that, and it does part because there's eight episodes in it. I, I couldn't even tell And it's about an hour long each one, yeah, yeah. so there is a lot of filler. Yeah, Aye. you know, it's like... You know the first episode starts with like, explaining why people in Britain go on holiday to Spain? Yes. Which, and again, then, we don't need that, but in America do need to know that. And then it's like they talk about people who lived in the area or went on uh, natives that went there on holiday and all that, and they yeah. were claiming how it's so safe and they never felt any sort of vibe. And I'm like, you could say that about anywhere. It's like, I personally feel I'm completely safe in Glasgow. Yeah. But I know probably other people look up here and go, oh, it's pretty yeah, rough, yeah, yeah. you know. But I don't feel a sense of danger wandering about, but I know other people do. Yeah. Mm. So it was just, it was very odd. <laughs> Nothing new that we didn't already know. Yeah. I didn't feel compelled because it's not a closed case. It's still technically ongoing. I was like, what's the point? I'm wasting my time here. I mean, I'm not going to bother watching it. the same as you. Yeah. There's nothing about it I don't know. I've already, I've already kind of made up my own conclusion based yes. on what I know. Yes. And the fact they're not giving a conclusion that would either disprove that or prove that. Was, there's no point. There's no point. Yeah, you're going yeah. to gain nothing from uh-huh. it. Yeah. I feel it's eight hours of my life I'd much rather spend watching it than Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. The only thing that I kind of took away from it was at what point the couples start dressing like each other is it like an age or is it just how long you've been going out with them because they were wearing very bland beige clothes I think they a bland beige couple maybe and I was just about like I really hope that never happens to me as, no. as, as this story was unravelling, I'm. Just in how we know how Stacey dresses, and you dress, she's still dressed pretty differently, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't really see them crossing over it. You're much hey, more conservative. Hey, July, <laughs> July's only a few months away. I might get in a Metallica t-shirt yet. <laughs> I can't imagine seeing you in a dress. Is what I'm trying to say. 
things are pretty tight in the old bank account, so you never know. Matching kilts. And one other thing, which is pretty bleak as well on Netflix, is the new uh, Ricky Gervais program, Afterlife. I've heard it's very good, but very bleak. It's very bleak, and I did actually shed a tear. Right, yeah. Funny is it what is it? Yes. Is that a stand-up? Or? No, no, no. It's a, it's a program set around. It pretty much kicks off with a fella lying in his bed watching a laptop with his dead wife talking to him as she's going through chemo, telling him about what to do and all that in his life because she won't be there. So you pretty much get straight off the bat, you know, that she's not there anymore, and he's pretty much. Um, on his own on a low point and it always cuts back to him in this laptop and it's like I'd got a different little video she'd made from um, and it's just him wandering around realising that life is short and he just treats everyone like a dick and then it's it kind of he starts talking to other people and then they kind of almost like counsel him in a way which is ironic because he's he's either paying or someone's paying for him to go to a counsellor but he never talks to the counsellor or opens up to him. But if you, he gets comfort from talking to a woman who's at the graveside, like near where his wife is, and she's talking to her husband, and it's all that kind of stuff. It, it's funny. It, like that is that. There's just moments of pure, just absolute pure comedy in it. But it is, it's grim. It's, it's not easy watching it. There's a lot of moments, especially if you've maybe maybe been touched by the subject, or maybe if you've lost someone in recent times. It's a tough watch. Like every episode, there was a couple episodes I actually found myself having to deliberately walk out the room just to take a moment before you reset. And not only like. I don't even think the half hour episode, no, but week, yeah. it's like, it's t- it's a tough half an hour, yeah. you know, it's... Is Ricky Gervais in it? Yeah, 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 he... he I'm the same. Either they, either they are. Yeah. I haven't liked him since my, the one and only time I watched The Office back when it came out. I haven't liked him in anything else, and I can honestly say I actually like him in this, because... Oh, okay. Oh, you don't like the kind of likes the performance you like? Yes. Yes. I've never really been a huge fan of either his stand-up or his characters. Like, I genuinely didn't like Derek. Like, I I just didn't like it. But this, I don't know. I don't know if it's more relatable. He himself, as an actor, is more toned down. Yeah. So, I think everyone can see that's what you'd be like. Because yeah. he turns up to work in like tracky bottoms and a manky t shirt, fucks about, slags everyone, and then goes home at like lunchtime yeah. every day. You know what I mean? He, He's like, like in the dream. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know? So it's. You can. There's a lot of relatable things in it, you know? So absolutely 100% watch it. But know your, know your mental state before you start. Yes, it. it's. Don't sit down on a on a first date going let's watch Afterlife, you know. And to be honest, first date you're taking them going to watch Netflix. Netflix and chill. Yeah. I didn't watch first. No, no fucking about. There's no no restaurant. Hey, I'm trying to keep up with the kids now. Yeah. Kids are talking about Tinder and all that, and I'm like, I thought you still talk to women in bars. Barry, the happily engaged man. Absolutely. Uh, no. <laughs> On record. You're both happy and engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one thing I've watched, I watched something on Amazon, which is something I watch very often, is a film called Peppermint. 
Ah, right, yes. Okay, um, so imagine John Wick, but played by Jennifer Garner. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to find this. Um, and Ron has a dog been killed, it's her husband and children been killed, and she goes on a sort of John Wick Punisher-style rampage with the underworld to punish those who did the crime, and also those who didn't punish the person who basically was let off because of like corrupt judges and corrupt lawyers and stuff like that. So just for a, a rampage of revenge through the city. So, just to interject, caveat, first of all, is that this got panned, critically fucking panned. Richard, over to you. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Like genuinely didn't mind it. I thought it was actually totally fine as an action film. It's a good, watch it as a straight to DVD action movie. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. Passing. I'd much rather than watch that than watch say like Taken Three. Yeah. Or anything like that. So you know what? For ninety minutes it's on. So I I enjoyed it mostly. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing bad about it. Is it? Action Jennifer Gardner? Yeah. She, she can do that. Yeah, she yeah, she, she that, that's her background as uh, yes. alias, wasn't it? Was, yes. Do you know what I mean? So oh. she can do that shit. Yeah. No, she does go full Sarah Hamilton and stuff like that. Yeah. Linda Hamilton, sorry, yeah. Linda Hamilton, yeah. So, you know, she is, and like, she plays her all pretty well. It's got some kind of really good gory moments and good action moments in it. You know what? It's by me no means a perfect movie. But we'll discuss a movie later on this. Uh, Garden Park moment. Um, did Ben Affleck ruin her career? What's the thought? Give, no, me, give me your thoughts, James. No, give me your thoughts on this. I don't think you're going to do I don't think Jennifer Garner is that interesting of an actress. But she was big, though. She's not, but I think it's one of the things a bit like the man we like, Jason Clark. Yes. They were trying to make her big. Mm. People went just one going like, no, we just, we don't, we don't really want it. She's a fine actress, you can do certain things, you can do certain roles. But we're not willing to put into that stratosphere. But yeah. does her decline coincide with the shit with Affleck? I think, I think there's a timeline that made Corley, possibly. I'm, I'm not saying it to, to diss Ben Affleck, because, you know, I, I, I like Affleck. I, I think she made a lecture, which didn't help it. Mm. Possibly. I, I, I like a lecture. I'm an idiot. Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> there's been a few other films that weren't particularly well because she can act, yeah. She can act, she, she can act. Yeah. she can do action and she can do drama, tears. She can, she, she, she can range, yeah. She just, she's a little bit. Yeah. She's not a bland. Like, just sort of in terms of like she doesn't have that X factor. She's on the good chair, uh, Jennifer Lawrence has or uh, Sasha Ronan has. Something that you go, I'm really interested in what you're doing. She just seems very, very normal. Forgettable. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Jen. Sorry, Jen. We yeah. love you, but yeah, but you're forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> like I really like thirty. I love the film. Absolutely. Yeah, I think maybe, <laughs> I like the soundtrack to that movie alone. It's amazing. <laughs> um, I like the film The Odd Life of Timothy Green, which is in as well. Yeah. Um, and I like Electra. I like Electra. So not that like it, but um, a bit bland. But the film itself, government completely acceptable viewing. Sure. Yeah. For a Sunday afternoon, lying at home, a bit hungover, watch a movie. Is it uber violent? It's violent. Yeah. It's not super violent. It's violent. Sexy, is it sexy violent? It's not sexy violent. No. I'm not even asking Colin. What? what? Is there such a thing as sexy violent? But oh, you, you wait till you watch Love, Death and Robots. You'll yeah. see. You'll see. Or watch Shit What the Paul Jim. I think that's sexy violent. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, on some... Kill Bill sexy violent. Yeah. 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 Known as the world's biggest misogynist, but I'm not. But yeah, fuck that one, actually. First, we've got the Sorry. discussion of major interest up to discussion. One is on Netflix, Netflix original release, it came out on a week ago, roughly. Um, 
It's a film called Triple Frontier, directed by JC Chandor. Oh. This why, this why I told Barry Watch that he done his homework. Chandor, I don't, I don't know if he's a Shyamalan character where he's, you know, a couple of good movies and then boom. Well, he's done so far all his loss, a most violent year in Martin called something the fuck of a good But director. how many did Shyamalan do before he, he fucking skied downhill, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It was, point, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. So since there's a story all about ex-Special Forces guys... Is this a true story, sorry? No. Okay. Yeah. So it's ex-Special Forces guys who have been out of the military, they're still they're all kind of living kind of very mundane and yes. like they're still struggling to make ends meet. They get given the opportunity through a contract to basically go and rob a drug lord in yes. well, Venezuela or something? Yes. Venezuela, Colombia, Bolivia, so that's the triple frontier, it's all what you've South America is a horrible place. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. I've decided um, I don't want to go there. They go and rob the place, shit starts to go wrong and then more shit goes wrong and eventually the old shit goes wrong against them, against them, against each other, against uh, shit goes wrong. And it's trying to survive the shit that's going wrong. And that's what I loved about it. That's what I genuinely loved about it. It's like, it starts off as your generic... Heist movie. Heist movie, ex-army guys. Oh, here we go. We've been through it fucking a million times. No, no, no. Did it come? It does. It's fucking beautiful. Who's in it? In the film, you've got Oscar Isaac. Who is a Chandler favourite? He, he does like, yeah. He's in most yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the aforementioned Mr. Affleck. Oh, Ben's in it as well. Ben's in it as well. Uh, you've oh. also got some of the vanity favourite Charlie Goodman. Wow. <laughs> is Charlie Goodness? So you will yes. know because I think Charlie's a hack. I think Charlie's a one-trick pony. I think Charlie's a hack as well. He's not bad in this. Yeah. yeah. He, he knows his roles. He's, he's doing he's do a bit Atlantic accent again. Right. Is, yes. right. So it's Charlie Hunter with his accent. Yeah. <laughs> you've got Garrett Hedlund in it as well. Oh, he's always good. He's yeah. always good. And you've got Pedro Pascal as well. Who's that? He's from Kingsman. He's a. Oh, right. He's uh, in Game of Thrones as well. Yes. yes. Um, um, over on here. Yeah, I know he's in as well. Um, so, Barry, you know, what do you think of it overall? Oh, I fucking loved it. Do you like it? Do you like it? I, I did, Jay. Because I wasn't expecting what happens in the second half, I'm going to try and stay spoiler free. Yeah. Um, because there's so many of these types of like movies you know either if they're still in the army or if they're after the army doing that kind of stuff where they use their skills to go and pretty much rob but the fact that this took a good turn and it changed the whole dynamic of the movie you know I was like fantastic and it shot well there is a budget in this movie you know you should have watched it for episode 91 but no I thoroughly enjoyed it I mean the first hour is pretty test shown I think yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a very boys film. Yes, yes. It's like, you know, everyone's basically trying to show off their erection, essentially. It's, it, there's no subtlety to it for the first hour, at least. Yeah. Um, there is a female role in it, which is pretty much negated for most of the film. It has no real meaning or purpose in the film whatsoever. No. No, it's just like... It's, it's like it's, it's, she was there to drive a van. Who plays the female? I can't remember, unfortunately. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. yeah. It, felt yeah. La- it felt a bit lazy in this kind of... Which isn't really a Chandler theme. That, that doesn't seem like a few of his previous movies. No, I mean, most probably like you, you think of uh, yeah. Jessica Chastain. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got strong female roles in it. That's... Um, yeah. Okay. Um, 
the cat, not only is there no female cats in it, there's like um, all the main guys in it, the five guys in it, they are very one dimensional. Yes. No one learns anything on this trip. No. <laughs> like, the way they go in is the way they come out. There's, there's no overwhelming like a whole character actor. Yeah, know, there's, no, there's no moral obligation to, no, to no, watch this movie. No, it's like Dirty Dozen or Reagan. Yeah. They, they, they go in as that and they come out as that. You know, it's that kind of but that's right, if the main the guy who organised it, if he phoned them all back up next week, they'd all be back in the jungle doing yeah. the same yeah. thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. despite what happened during the jungle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The action's quite fluid. It's not like an action-packed movie. No. It's, it's moments of action. And I like that as well. It kind of, once again, it kind of broke the mould of this kind of style of film. And that's what I loved about it. It's, it's, it's dialogue-heavy. Sort of, it yeah. relies on sort of the dialogue. Although the character doesn't build any characterisation of the characters, it's still interesting and compelling to watch and seeing these guys exist in the world. Mercenaries do you need characterisation. The guys that are in the fucking... The point of the arm is to strip you off your personality. You become you do, a soldier. A, you do get a sense of the difference between them. Mm. And all doing it for different reasons. And things happen at the end. And you're going, why did you do that? There's no reason for you to do that. You know, that kind of thing. But for the most part, it works. Um, it's one of the films that, if it was to go out in the cinema, it would probably look lost very quickly. It would mm. have just, yeah. like seen. Netflix is a good place for it because it's, it's, people will watch it. You know, it'll be one your mum and dad, like a dad will watch or something, or you know, people in their mid thirties, late forties, maybe they'll get to watch it. They're not yeah, going to cinema see the film. They'll watch it at home. So it's probably going to get to see a much wider audience. And again, it's a big name for Netflix because yeah. Chandor is, you know, he's quite a heavyweight now. Yeah, sure, yeah. And yeah. also that's, yeah. a, that's a pretty. If you put that in the cast in the yeah. film, that's a good cast. Good cast, yes. Yeah. So it's another tick on the Netflix, kind of, you know, we're, we're getting our books. I mean, it co- that bag that costs some money, it does look fantastic. Yeah. It looks really well, yeah. really nice and short. A lot of big, like, big scenes in yeah. it, you know. And also, you spend some money on the soundtrack. Uh, that's a, that's a... Metallica. Like Metallica, you got a bit of Judas Priest, you've got a bit of Bob Dylan on it as well. It's like, it's, it's, they put some money into the kitchen. Yeah. Does it always work the soundtrack? They feel like a bit out of place. It's like going, that's a weird song. It picks for that moment. I mean, watch this gentleman. Actually, we should. You've kind of got me a little bit. Go home tonight and watch it, and then phone Richard, and he'll splice your review into this podcast. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to buy it out of ten. Easily seven. Oh. Seven out of ten. Wow. So maybe seven and a half, maybe. Oh, Richard? Oh. Uh, six and a half. So an average of seven. Yeah, yeah. Attempt for a Netflix original, which is better than most. Absolutely. I'm impressed, yeah. yeah. Uh, next film is one of the cinemas now. It's called Sorry, Dead. sorry, I just need to call Ashen. Sorry. Did your score get bumped up because of what happens? Yeah. 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 You spoil us. Well, that's right, that's right. <laughs> For the listeners, they do not know what we're talking about. But me and Richard know. Yeah, you know, yeah, overall enjoyed it. Much, so. I, it was a nice moment that I was like, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so the next film is one of the cinemas now. It's called Ben is Back. Um, directed by Peter Hedges, who directed Peace of April. Um, he directed Dan in Real Life. And also, it's the, really the, the odd life of Timothy Green, which is going to sell around with Kevin Garner. Something else, give me a bone here, throw me no, a bone. Is that it? Yeah. Never heard him. Never heard him. Yep. Um, the plot of this film is it's set around Christmas time, and a young boy, or the adolescent boy, comes home uh, from a drug sort of um, rehabilitation camp, yeah. and sees his family. You get a sit, you put your drop middle as well, you get a sense that shit has gone down previously, and the family are not really sure how to deal with them, how to take them. 
he's still very much in the early stages of his recovery. He's not, uh, not like well on, he's like fucking 90 days or something, so he's very much in the early stages. Still getting tokens. Still getting tokens, still, still struggling with it. I don't like it. And it's the family trying to sort of understand who he is and how to deal with him because he's always done some bad shit in the past through them. And it's him trying to then find his place world as well um, amongst the family, amongst the town. Is that a teen drama on steroids? No. It's a, it's a bit more weighty than that. Yeah? Yeah. Um, in the film, you've got Julie Roberts playing the mother. Yep. And you've got Lucas Hedges playing the son. Who seems to be angst at the moment because he is every angst teenager yeah, on screen like just angst, now. Yeah, I don't he's in it now. Which is a shame, a typecast slightly, perhaps. I don't well, know. Is, I is, he, is he good at it? He's very solid at it, yes. Yeah. And you've got to be Vance in it as well. Who is? You know him from everything. I'll show you a picture of you see you recognise Keep chatting. And also you've got Catherine Newton, who is in Blockers. She's the main girl in Blockers. I've not seen Blockers yet. Yeah. She's also in Big Little Lies as well. Probably very good at it. Right. Um, you've known enough since apart from me, so I'll be very quick on it. So, Julia Roberts, is this Crabber's Julia, or is no, this stripped back? Stripped back Julia, yeah. yeah. She's, been a mum in this one. See, this is a weird one because I only ever seen one trailer for this. And it was basically Julia Roberts stopping her car, coming out and saying hello to, her, to this guy, and that was it. The trailer was, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the trailer was was very like, kind of minimal, like really, really kind of. Like, I, I have no idea what this is about. Yeah, where's gonna go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I'm not a lot. I'm not a it is. We've seen a few of them recently. This family adult story. It's not new ground by any stretch. It's very much as we've seen recently, I think. Yeah. So with um, Beautiful Boy. Yeah. With um, Steve Carell and Jim Carrey. So it's. There's been a kind of rationally little why the it seems like. Seems to be the old heartstrings after Hollywood flavour just now. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very fine addition to that world without in any way making itself bigger or better than what has came before it. That, that's right. Not okay. that I'm to it. Yeah. It doesn't really do it. It does, a few, it does think it's something different. It puts a kind of thriller aspect into it as well. Because sometimes it happens to the people in the town who know the boy and they don't like him. Right. Now, I kind of like that you're doing this kind of thought of that because it takes away from just the general... Family drama. Family drama. Yeah, in essence, what it yeah. is, uh, yeah, yeah. It didn't actually work in this film for me, but I did like the idea of trying to do something a little bit different with it. Um, the time frame is quite good as well. I enjoyed the fact that it was all set in like sort of over the course of like maybe two days. And you don't really get much backstory of what happened. Which I enjoyed being yeah. dropped. I enjoyed like there you go. You, you know, world, yeah. you don't need context. This is yeah. happening now. You fucking figure you it out. I like that. Very quickly early on with the reaction of the other family members to the boy. Yeah. There's something not something. Yeah. And then just shit said, happens. Yeah. Um, and through this, through this film, you get to understand that he's done something in the past, and he's done other things in the past, and it's like, and it's the mother trying to come and tell him what her son has done. You know, in order to fuel his his habit. Yeah. And it's not trying to find almost anything else to blame apart from the son. You know, it's not a son. The son's a good boy. He's not an addict. He's a good boy. Why would he do drugs? And if you blame someone else for it, and I can think of everyone blames him for it. So you try to get to you try get to the root of maybe sort of addiction and also how people deal with addiction. And is it thought provoking or does it do that? To be honest, or it, is it light-handed? It, it felt very light-handed to me. Yeah. It, it showed that the really depth was there to that to make it that interesting. All the songs are very good. They all seem to 
put himself into it. But I didn't think the script and stories there for something like there's better versions of this same story. Was this meant to be Oscar bait for Roberts, but it just they felt it was a bit too fluffy for him? I feel that, yeah, I feel this is something they were pushing for Oscars at some point. And really Gregor went, I'm not gonna we're not gonna go with it. And they never really they never really got that momentum to get you know, I think it's came and went very quickly in the cinema as well mostly. Um, yeah, it's like a, a totally fine addition to this addiction recovery genre that seems to be something Yeah, it does definitely. It's always there for think my favourite film of that genre is an old one basketball diaries. Yes, I go. It's probably about yeah, I think. Um, this one out of ten, six and a half. So for Julia Roberts, it's, you do expect bigger things, but yeah. you know, an actor can only work with the script we've got. But yeah. no, fine, absolutely fine. Um, next one is one that I think Barry's seen. It's called Paddleton. Oh Jesus! Paddington. Paddleton. Paddleton. No bears. No bears. No, no difficult. I, no I wish Paddington was in this. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I watched this, and then about a week later, I was sitting watching Afterlife. So, Paddleton is this week. cinema? Paddleton. Paddleton. Netflix. Cancer, and essentially him dealing with cancer and trying to understand what his life means and how his life's going to go. And essentially, reaches the conclusion that he doesn't want to live with cancer. He wants to he wants to end his life. Yes. And it's him and his friend try to come to terms with somewhere and try to like out the last days of his life. Yes. And oh man, oh man. I mean, I don't know what you think about it, but see, when I was sitting there watching it, it's just this overwhelming black cloud over you. You know, you know it's coming. You're just, you're like, just please get to it. And the whole entire movies, it's just sure. that vibe. You're just sitting there like, hurry up. I, uh, to the point where you're just like, oh my God, please hurry up because I cannot take this going on and on and on. It sounds like 50-50, but shit. It's a 50-50, uh, yes. Yeah, it's 50-50 minus the comedy. Yeah, well. You get Mark yeah. Duplass in it, who plays the guy with cancer. Who I do like, I, I do like Mark Duplass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Mr. Fuzzy Peach, I You've do like him. You've also got Ray Romano. Yes. Oh, who okay. I like recently yeah, after, after um, The Big Sick. Yeah. Love Ray Romano. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as Barry said, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is definitely heartfelt. And there's definitely emotional elements to this, but there is a dark tone cloud that hangs over the top. I mean, rightly so, it's a dark film. It's about a guy who cancer and wants to kill himself. So yeah. It's hard to get the happiness in there. Yeah. You know, so there is, that is all there. But the game that they invented is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Where, like, the smack, uh, the smack of, like, a, squash. a tennis ball, and then they try and get it in, like, an oil drum. Right. It's like, Literally, these two guys, they're each other's life. You know, oh. they sit there, they watch. Pretty much the same kung fu movie all the time. Yeah. Which movie is it? It's a made-up one. Oh, is, is it? it? Okay. Right, sorry, oh. Fair enough. Uh, but near the end, and when he's taken, like, set... Because the medicine that he's taken in order to, like, kill himself, it's like he needs to take certain pills in certain stages so he doesn't like vomit the medicine back up and all that kind of stuff. See when he takes a first one and then he realises he needs to wait another hour or something before taking the next one, you're like, 
Oh my god! Yeah, it is brutal at that point. It's only an hour and forty long this film, but oh, it, it, it earns hour and forty. It's, I, des- I describe it to that one we saw with the guy from Star Wars. Um, it's one with the guy living in the small town. He loved his life. Parson. Yes. You're talking about Patterson, sir, which was a fucking slice life of charm. That is, that is good charm to it. Yeah. This is the same idea, but with no charm. Yeah. Oh. It's just, look, it, it's charm to you when you say something like fluffy, watch again, you enjoy watching it. Yeah. This is, there's such darkness and such broodingness and overboardingness that you never want to watch it again. That's, this is depressing, or I, just... I, I thought they were very interesting and well done. Yeah, I thought everyone involved in it was excellent. And I thought everyone who was like, directing it was like, I could see how, or him sort of doing other things and moving on to other, and doing other projects. But that's not a film you sit and watch again. No. It's a one-time watch. This is how bad it was. Near the end of the movie, it was getting a bit too much for myself and the kind of old TDI was coming, so I took a moment, went out of the living room, extended this moment, hoping that the moment in the film had actually happened came back in and it still hadn't happened <laughs> so I had to sit back down because like, Stacey was still watched it and obviously I couldn't just turn around and go back out the room so I was sitting there like oh no so, you can walk out I know but she'd maybe oh, no, oh, no suss tears, out that I was maybe having a TV oh, no, moment oh, in the back door oh no tears no shame um, no shame cat just looking at me <laughs> going what the hell are you doing <laughs> what's wrong with your eyes <laughs> I guess I'm in <laughs> Is it sad? Because you certainly use a. It's weird. You certainly use a slate in it. Well, not. But no, Absolutely. yeah, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm confused. No. I'm really. I'm I picking up a. I didn't dislike it, but I didn't. I didn't. I don't want to watch it again. No. No. I would compare it in many ways to something like Ghost Right. Okay. You know, it, it has a point. Pie to it. moment. There's no pie moment. In it. <laughs> it has a. It has a purpose to it, and it's trying to tell a story with with, with tone. And with, with solid uh, performances and with uh, an idea and a script that works really well, and as a piece of art, it's, it, it does its job. But it goes in full on. There's no, no, uh-huh. there's no. There here, there you go. I can't, I can't imagine any other situation in my life. I'm sitting there going, you know what? I really fancy watching it. Again. I want to watch Paddington again. It's a depressing road trip movie. Um, why? Why is it called Paddington? That's the, the name. That, that, that's what they've called it. So. Um, it's not a bad way of speech impediment no, then. I, th- so. I think it was again, I don't know if I'm relating to this because as you know when you get older your friend circle like diminishes yes, and yeah. diminishes. Shit dies. Yeah. And it's just like and I think like you can just see how much they do mean to each other, yeah. And also maybe even love each other. And there is, I mean, that's what I got from it was, it was, it was a romance about sex, it was, it was, it was in love yeah. yeah. And the brutal bit was like, constantly like, uh, Ray was trying to pay for things, but he obviously didn't have enough money, so, sorry, what's the name of the other fella in it? Uh, Mark Duplass. Mark was like, constantly having was to Mark pay for the cancer, right? Yes. Yeah. So like, he was constantly paying for things and he was always like, Ray, you can pay me back and all that. And Ray was just always like in a bad mood about it, but it was just that kind of just brutal reality. Yeah. You're just like, Jesus, man. Do you know what? Duplass, right? Let, let's line it up this week, for fuck's sake. Um, Duplass can act. Duplass is in. Um, Duplass absolutely can act. And he's in Creep One and Two, yeah. where, where he basically plays a psychopathic killer that, that kills people in a very good way. Um, but he, he, he's really low budget him and his well made films yes. and they're so under the radar but he's a really he's such a convincing he's like he's every man mm-hmm. Duplass 
you buy into him as, as whatever character is you like, yeah, he's that character. He's just this this kind of one size fits all character. Yeah. He's he's such a fucking great actor and he just the league, he's no. in the league. Watch Creep. Creep is fucking stunning. He's in it. Um, I would say watch not guaranteed. No, watch Creep. Trust me, Mr. Fuzzy Pants is worth it. Trust me. Okay. Sorry, Peach Fuzz, not Fuzzy Pants. That's my... Oh, I'll admit But much like Triple Frontier, the fact that it's on Netflix mm. give them audience yes you know it's, it's not quoted majorly but it's gave it more scope than but it is there. it an audience I, that gives a fuck I, I did like the fact that this film came out shortly after the Ray Romano stand up special that happened yeah. on Netflix <laughs> which I watched and I've got to admit it was actually good so Romano is funny just and see and a recent joke and it absolutely buckled me and he was talking about having sex with his wife and how he was saying like um, he took a knee during sex and it's not because he's protesting anything he's literally just trying to run the clock out with having sex with his missus because he's that exhausted and that absolutely buckled because I can I can, and I can also imagine sitting there taking a knee going here we go <laughs> right, um, round two just a, a quick back pedal. Briefly, um, on that note of Ray Marrow comedy Netflix, I watched Donald Glover stand up. Actually, yeah, really, really surprised by how likable Donald Glover is as a stand up comedian. I was like, because I didn't know what to expect, but I was like, Netflix. No, no, Netflix. Having all these stand ups, still no stand up fucking category on the left hand side. Sort that shit out. Stand up, who? They don't have a with all the stand-up specials that they have now. They still do not have a stand-up category down the side. It's yeah, bundled yeah. in with like originals and God, comedies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was yeah. kind of browsing before I stumbled across Yeah, yeah good. Sorry, can't, so, yeah, Duplass is a good actor. Nope. He's fucking. He's calling. Specifically bad about this film. No, it's just it's it's it's, 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 it's a bit like in that afterlife. Yes, you have to be prepared when you watch this. You don't kind of watch it and I'm gonna fly. It's not a sit down, have my dinner. Let's put on something to all. Yeah. yeah. Why? No, it's definitely not. So why, why is Ray Romano doing this? Is he trying to shape that he's Ray Romano? What's, what's the logic? Yeah. I think yeah. so, but he's, yeah. he's also a comedic actor, so yeah, why, is he, why is he doing this? I think he wants to get some distraction, something yeah. interesting. He's got more money than God after the Ice Age movies and after the Empire Lord Raymond and his own stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what is he doing? Ice Age movies? He's a mammoth. He's a mammoth, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's making more money than God off of that. So he's yeah, he's never. Never, yeah. never. Well, that'll never run dry that well. Yeah, yeah. So, that level of money allows me to do stuff like, like this. This and the big sick. Yeah. I get the big sick because he's a kind of comedic, almost, yeah. there's comedy elements here, but something like this, I'm like, I don't, he's, he's not funny at all. You don't no, laugh is, at me tomorrow. No, there's a dark humour to it, there's a bit of the jacuzzi, funny. Yeah. 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 There's a definite dark humour to it, but it's not, it's certainly not a laugh out, it's certainly it's not, not like a comedy. It's not everybody else Raymond. No, no, no. no. Um, out of ten, Barry? Easily an eight. Wow. Easy. Give it a seven. Average seven and a half. Yeah. There you are. Yeah. Again, it's a one time seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. Not watch yeah. it again. Yeah. <laughs> Steal your heart before you watch this. Get, brace yourself. Yeah, you
learn something from it and embrace it, let it wash over you. I think watch it on a day when you've had one of the best days you've ever had in your life just because you're right up in the stratosphere so when you watch this it brings you down just a bit but you're still pretty happy about life but what a contrast you have had going yeah. from the, the, the first movie the fucking Ben Affleck one to this that's yeah. like a whole well, we'll wow. say this, if you just watch a few of three on Kazakhstan maybe don't watch that because you'll be out with a blue go <laughs> um, last film what is the cinema coming out for a couple of weeks now um, it'll probably be in for maybe a week Starring the ever so controversial. Everyone's favourite Irishman right now. Yeah, Liam Liam fucking Neeson. Directed by Hans Peter Moran, who directed in Order of Disappearance, which is weirdly a remake of that. This is is a remake of the first. The first one starred one of the Scarscards. Bill, Alex, maybe I don't don't know which one. The one one who's in Pirates of the Caribbean. The dad, I think. Dad, yeah. Not even Malmia. Yeah. Bill. 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 Or is Bill Pennywise? I don't know. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. It's the oldest Scarlet Scarlet. The one it's in for. We know who we are. Yeah. And that dog, the original film, it's it's got a real dark Norwegian sort of Scandinavian humour. It's it's along the same lines of stuff like the exports. Yeah. um, Headhunters, yeah, that one. the troll hunter stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. that real kind of Scandinavian kind of twist on something you kind of know. So yeah, I enjoyed it. This one, the same idea. It's a uh, is it a remake? It's, it's just a, it's just the what same director basically going to Hollywood. A remake so, of yeah, okay. It's a snowplow driver who keeps a road open between two states. Um, his son dies of a drug overdose. He thinks of something as well. He does something like a drug user. He's something to do with the, the gangs that killed him for some reason. So he goes hunting and he goes down to try and, try and kill him. Um, and he gains vengeance for his son. Um, on the way of doing that, he basically starts putting like, sort of two tribes against, two or three tribes against each other. And it all kind of comes to a head and that's what it will come. Like I said, Liam Neeson plays Liam Neeson. Um, Lana Dern pops up as his wife. Interesting. Tom Bateman, who is a mother of Unknown Express, he also snatched and vanished there. Yeah. He plays the, the big bad, the Viking. Melon, yeah. yeah. And Emmy Rosen from Shameless, stuff like that. She's in, she plays the wife of Tom Bateman, alright? Um, it is a very solid adult action thriller. Do you, right, I'm going to. Throwing the, the controversy line here. So, do you see past what Neeson done to the movie? There is an uncomfortableness yeah. watching it now that I'm meeting about with what his, his comments. Now, we spoke about Neeson last week. The week is, before. This go, is this going to kill his career with what he said? I think probably, yeah. Which yeah. is, I, I can't. Yeah. What's sad is I think he was trying to send out this message that just went He's, fucking so wrong. He, and he said one word that was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. If he'd let off the race of the person, then all of the story of a guy saying he was angry. But no, I still get what he was doing because it's a different time and era and place, and I kind of get what he's trying to say. And he's like, you know, you've got to fucking forgive to let. I get what you mean, but he's it yeah. Have, it, it, it felt like yeah. He said it once. It went on. He said, yeah. And rather than try to like apologize for it, yeah. he doubled down on it. Like, yeah. oh, Liam, Liam, yeah. Liam. Wait, I think it is the end of his career. Which might not be a bad thing because I'm a bit tired of him playing the same like I must get revenge well, I character. like him doing that I love Neeson uh, he's he is back this year he's doing Men in Black International he's in that oh Jesus and I've uh, not seen it but reshooting it or recasting that and he's already in the trailer he's in the poster so I, I mean what he done isn't quite Kevin Spacey levels a let's fucking recast yeah, this movie yeah, yeah. I don't think it's that bad but I, don't, I think 
when it's like, let's make taking four, let's bring in somebody else and not Liam. I think that's where we're at with it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. The film itself, like it's all I don't actually thought, it's visually interesting because it's like a pain in barren landscape with all the snow and Is it set? Where's it set? It's in America, you said? Yeah, but it's like um, a snowy America yeah right okay to keep to keep the east coast the Norwegian flavour to it I guess no at Norwegian okay it does think it's a lot cleverer than it actually is but it's dialogue yeah. like it think, and, it thinks, and it thinks it's a story a lot cleverer than it actually is. it's really not that clever a story yeah. um, and because of that it's, it's something that sort of it's kind of a bit of Captain Marvel um, I'm doing it when it, you need to make a scene to explain something to get to get from point A to C. Yeah. You can't just jump over B, you've got to have to even if it's like, it might only be a line, yeah. it might only be one moment. You need continuity. You yeah. need that yeah. moment yeah. in if you go right, okay, I can get how he goes from here to there. If you just go from here to there, there's something. He's going from How did that happen? Yeah, yeah. why is he suddenly sitting there he's killing a man? It's like there has to be something in between. <laughs> why did he kill a man? There's something in between there and they don't have that and so that, that kind of makes a bit of a jarring at times. Um, Unfortunately, Neeson is walking through it. But as, again, Barry earlier on said, you know, not another Neeson movie, because Taken reinvented Neeson. Oh, I, I would say that yeah. one before that, but, you know, I'm... I'm no one remember, remember that one. We, 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 we do, we do. That, we, that was Neeson doing what he does now, back then. Back then, yeah. Um, but, 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 yeah, I mean, he, he has done how many of these films now, oh, these type of films. Three takings, you've got non-stop, you've got unstoppable. Even the real one, do you know what I mean? Shit oh, like that. Grade, yeah, I mean, yeah. everything he does now, it is, yeah. he seems to have characterised himself as this... Aging action hero. Yeah. 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 Um, Which, what? on that note, I watched the first 15 minutes of Triple X 3, all because my mate said it was that bad a movie, he had to show me just the opening scene. Is that the one with the skateboard? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. loved that. That was great, man. He is skiing down a, a yes. the side of a hill. Dude, Vin Diesel can do that, really. Uh, no stuntman. That was Vin Diesel all the way. Oh, no, I do yeah. believe that it is him. I just, <laughs> I'm just like, why? I loved why? that. I enjoyed that immensely. Oh, I knew you would. I'm an idiot, I know. I, I, I suspend my disbelief at the cinema. I'm like, yes, let's go and see what we've got. Fucking loved it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> Sorry. Agent action here is. In theme yeah. for the rest of the films we've got this week. Um, Finn doesn't make that older. The two females, Laura Dern, to bring Laura Dern to play Liam Neeson's wife, Laura Dern would probably agree as a national treasure and she would put on everything. She can act. She can act. She can act, yeah. Completely disposable role that they just. Although she was shit in Star Wars. On, on, re- on record, no. Yeah. Fucking pointless. I like the role, I like the underused, but I like the underused. Yeah. Anyway, Laura Dermot is good. Mostly Laura Dermot is good. She, she, yeah, yeah. She has, she's not a fucking girl. Yeah, yeah. She does what she wants, Laura Dermot. And this, the throw away. But she has, she has, she's in the film, she's white, and also she's gone. There's no explanation for it. There's no. <laughs> Did he kill her? I thought this is she's gone. <laughs> She's character anyway. Yeah. Maybe after what he had said, she was just like, I'm out. <laughs> um, Liam, you can't say that shit. Can't do the movie anymore. Fuck you. The bad guys, there's so many of them that don't really get right. developed enough. Uh, and that's quite a shame because some of them had really interesting. I could see them doing something like that. Didn't really work that well. Um, I found the original far more compelling. This. This How would you compare it to something like the Equalizer? Or the Equalizer 2? Because it essentially it sounds like. No, it's not the similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would put the equalizer two ahead of it. Yeah. yeah. I'll give this six out of ten. Six. 
again, but I mean, six out of ten is still box office, yeah, I would say. Not, it's, it's, you know, it's it popcorn. Is it is yeah. popcorn. It's yeah. 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 Is it going to be known as Nissan nice Swan Song? I think it will be. If you remember, it's a film that you can blow his career up. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so, so I'm, assuming the box, sorry, I'm assuming the box office this has been... Uh, hit hard, but the fact that it's been released for about three or four weeks now, yeah, it's been a film that the last three or four weeks yeah, yeah. indicates it's doing something, yeah, yeah, because it wasn't doing something and it been gone, you know, so it must be doing yeah. decent box office. Well, living in the internet age, everyone's quick to forget yeah. unless your name's Kevin Spacey. So, yeah. um, that's what the story saying for about 72 hours, now there's other shit going on, yeah, it is, but right, is what Nation said and done relevant to this film? Dead in Revenge? I don't, I don't know, I mean, I guess so, but you know, the film doesn't seem to specify revenge against a certain. No, it doesn't. Yeah. There's no certain race picked out on it. He's yeah. going to go after the drug dealers, that's what he's going after. Okay. Um, so, I mean, the, 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 in this interview, can you see why he decided in the back of this film to do this interview? Can so you like, see a line I, I between see the, there? I'm just intrigued by it. I, I just want to know which going because his publicist. I mean, these guys have got publicists. You know, these guys have got PA. These guys are basically telling them how to live their lives. So for someone to go out so monumental to fuck up their own life, it's nuts. I think it was a. Uh, it's on tape, but it was a newspaper, so like Telegraph or something, so a big newspaper. Is that something that's junk? Maybe I thought it was no, like, no, it was he, a, he actual. He forgot the reporter, because I think he said at the start, I can't believe we're going to say this on, on tape to a reporter, right. and then said the story. Which, you know, you, you know that, but when you say, I can't believe we're going yeah. to say this, stop. Don't, stop. Yeah. Stop. Don't, 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 just don't yeah, say it. Just stop leveling. Go stop, home, yeah. save it for later, yeah. say it to yourself in the mirror, and then go to bed. But as I say, I mean, it's like, you know, this guy's got publicists and everything just saying, don't do this, don't do that, don't. Yeah. So where does, where does it trip over? Yeah. That's what I don't understand. I think it's just been... I think he's done in the cuff. Yeah. And I think oh, he's publicist has yeah. been standing off camera I've going... Been, he's been sitting... Vomiting into a poly bag. He's sitting on Indeed as he's finishing the story <laughs> going... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm one job in it. Yes, exactly. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's that was just pointed. That's exactly here. what I think yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, it's a shame because yeah, the, 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 the source you, you never want to see someone destroy their yeah. career over. This is someone you did you did kind of love as you know you grew up kind of loving and admiring and you know I I get what's happened in his past. I really yeah. do. Yeah. But you hate to you hate to see someone destroy their career because. Are bringing up the past and what's happened to them and their circle back then, yeah. that's unfortunate. Which goes back to our conversation because two weeks ago. Age, we have actually moved on. Yeah. But so, when when have you learned your fucking lesson? So, what Nation's saying is, I was this, I'm now this, I've learned my lesson. What we're saying is, no, you've not. But Think, do you know what I mean? Do, do you get what I'm saying? No. So like, what, at what point is it? Yeah, the thing you've, is, I don't, you've got I, to. No, the thing is, what, what age, I don't it? think he says it about when I learned the lesson from this. I don't no. think he ever says that. No, no, but I think no, but the truth is, I think doing it was he couldn't find something. No, but I think the truth is, where he says he condones this violence. Here's something that happened to me once before. I now transgressed that. I've learned. You know, I'm. 
beyond that now a better person so at what point you know do, do you need, are, are you always that you know can you never be forgiven can you never transcend something you've done in your past do you know what I mean I don't, I don't know this is deep isn't it yeah again what is more we get deep this it's a tough one because yeah. that's been all Hollywood is Sometimes like very forgiven like if other I take heroin, right? I'm always a junkie. If I've not taken it for ten no. years, I'm still that junkie. So, no. you know, do you know what I mean? Like, what point does does it become well, a, a, a prime example? Is, is you were happy with James Gunn getting kicked off of him? Um, he's reinstated. You were happy with him getting kicked off. Of I understood why it was. I wasn't happy, but I understood why. I could see the logic of it. Right, okay, so you understand the logical why he went back to her. Railing on recently as well. Possibly, I see. I think that I think it's a really fucking. There's a title there. Uh, no, totally. And do you know what I mean? The other side of it is millions here, millions there. If you fucking go one or the other, these fuckers will tear you apart. Oh, and I think they'll tear you apart. Yeah. He, yeah. he lays low for a few years and reinvents himself as uh, Ricky Gervais. No, no. Mel came back. Yeah, exactly. Has Mel came back then? Looking at your film credit, I think Mel is back. I don't know. And don't know. the thing is, it's like... Mel back. No, it's an actor, I don't think. Director if he comes back... If he lays low for a few years, comes back out with a fucking decent movie, I think people will people will forgive him. As long as he's coming out with a good movie... John that, Barnes forgave him. You know? John Barnes forgave him. John Barnes forgave him. Yeah, I'm just saying, but, but uh, again... But, it's that perspective of like yeah. you know again I think a lot of the anger has came from the the white liberal class yes possibly yeah. that's where the anger's coming from mostly yeah. which is a big problem in most society now they're like they're so terrified to say something they don't want to go apart from saying anything they will jump on they will attack anything yeah, that's, that's not out of that nation it's this bullshit fucking echo chamber lifestyle that a lot of folk are living when they have maybe slightly more extreme views they surround themselves with the exact same people that have the yeah. same views as them so the minute anyone says anything that contradicts what their train of thought is they absolutely jump on them and then they actually try and wreck their careers no matter what it is yeah. it's fucking ridiculous James Gunn yeah. Yeah. Case in question. Yeah. Anyway, on three beers and a political we, we, view. We, we, do, <laughs> we do think about shit, you know. We do. We're human. Some, you know, we're only human. Fuck's sake. Um, after yeah. all. Out next week. <laughs> oh, aye. Back so, to the movies. So, <laughs> still out if you want to go try and see it. It's Fighting for My Family. Which I'm desperate to Fan- see. I have fantastic. Have you seen it? Yes. Barry seen it, Barry liked it. Um, also, it's still out as Fisherman's Friend, amazingly. I do not want to suck a fisherman friend. This, this movie looks, it looks terrible. Well, the trailer pretty much tells you the full movie, and the trailer looks like a really bad movie. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to assume the movie's a really bad movie, or um, the really bad trailer movie. Are we still out what men want? No. no. I don't want to see that either. I I it's so bad it's good, yeah. is maybe why I want to see it. I, I thought you would have been running to see that, no, Richard Jewell's no. a fan of One Stars. It, it does look like it. After what I sat through, get over uh, yes. And it was and she, you sat through Sherlock Holmes, sir. I fucking off my cap to you at every level. No, um, Holmes and Watson. Whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I mean, I'll exactly. Watch, I, don't, I can't it. even say his name anymore. Um, I've already seen it. But new out, we've got um, the new film from Jordan Peele, the guy who did Get oh, Out, us. called Us, which looks mm. absolutely terrifying. Very creepy. It's getting tremendous reviews. Yes. Um, you see him get interviewed this week? No. He was 
he was wearing the same outfit as Jack Nicholson wears in The Shining. Lovely. It's like just as a complete meta sort of like, I'm going to mess with people. Okay. Nice, he's, he's, man. He's, hey, I, think I like that smart guy. Yeah, yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. Sadly, it's a movie I will not be seeing. Because you'll be terrified. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seen the trailers for this, and I'm excited for yeah. this one. So Fucking excited. Yeah. What else? Most, uh, kind of teenage romedy, dramedy, romedy, whatever you want to call it. Five feet apart. Couple, yeah. no. Young couple fall in love, one of them's got cystic fibrosis. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Terrible palsy, something to do with something. Terrible palsy, well, I've yeah. actually heard good things about them. Genuinely, I really have. Okay. Like, I genuinely really have. Oh, okay. I think once you've seen me, Errol the Dying Girl, there's a bar that is never, yeah, never, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, just. Yeah. Um, the last film I know you want to see. Oh. It's called The White Crow. Yes. Yeah. Fun. Explain. Yeah. It's about a Russian ballet dancer. Rudolf Nureyev? He's, he's a Russian ballet dancer who basically defects to the West. Okay. Uh, the true War. story. True, true, yeah, true, yeah, true yeah, story yeah. during the Cold War. He thinks, you know what, I'm going to... I think he goes to France, America. Yeah. Does he do it essentially because he loves the gentleman? No, I don't actually know if he's there. I'm yeah. actually not basically, sure. That boy wanted a Big Mac, he did. Um, I don't actually know, but it, um, this film, looks, see the trailer, uh, honestly, my heart beats the trailer. Uh, it like, does sound like a really good old-style cold war filler, Is it because it's a guy that's in ballet clothing? Maybe. Uh, real Fiennes, is it real? For, it's Ralph, in it? Let's call him his real name. It's Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes, yeah. He's really setting you going. <laughs> uh, direct, directs it, um, and... Yeah, the trailer's just yeah, I'll give it a watch. It makes it look, and you know it's not going to be. You know it's not going to be exciting. You know it. Yeah. But see when you watch that trailer, I'm, you're like, oh my god! I'm expecting a sort of bridges spies with, with a yeah. ballet dancer. Okay. I'm thinking, um, what was the one Rob Williamson, uh, where he defected um, Benjamin Hudson, something like that. Um, but Rob Williams done a similar thing where he was a defecting Russian okay. to America, and it seems very much in that vein. And I'm really really excited about it. Interesting. So we're going to yeah. see some, one, or all, or all of them. Yeah. Over the next week or so, yeah, at least um, at least two of them. Two of them. Yeah. Colin, where we find us? Um, Barry, you can find us at freebeelsinamovie.com <laughs> all over the social medias. That will be Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and fucking Gmail. Gmail as well, dude. Gmail, Gmail. Do you know who Gmail is? No one. I look at Gmail. You look at Gmail. Delete all, delete all the junk mail for me, will you? Because I can't fucking access it anymore. <laughs> That's where you can find us. I've been calling Richard, George. <laughs> Three beers in a movie.